Hello, and welcome to worship today in this first Sunday in Lent. Let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, in the waters of the flood you saved the chosen, and in the wilderness of temptation you protected your Son from sin. Renew us in the gift of baptism. May your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth to Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as he was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Now, although I just read our gospel lesson from Mark, I'd like to read it one more time, and this time from the Message Bible. At this time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. The moment he came out of the water, he saw the sky split open and God's Spirit, looking like a dove, came down on him. Along with the Spirit, a voice, You are my Son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. At once this same Spirit pushed Jesus out into the wild. For forty wilderness days and nights he was tested by Satan. Wild animals were his companions, and angels took care of him. After John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee, preaching the message of God. Time's up. God's kingdom is here. Change your life and believe the message. Well, I chose to read this translation of Mark because I appreciate Eugene Peterson's translation which has been praised for being extremely accurate and contemporary for easy reading. One example in an RSV translation, which is what we use for our readings, it says the Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness. So I had this vision of some of our young people reading this in imagining Jesus getting into a car driven by the Spirit, 
and being transported to the desert. Now, of course, we know there were no cars then, but it can cause some confusion. Sometimes what we as adults take for granted is not understood the same by others. But that is not the main point of today's sermon. I want to spend some time today thinking about Jesus' time in the wilderness. I don't think that is how Jesus imagined beginning his ministry. He thought now that he was baptized, he had been given God's blessing and could go out and start to live among the people. He was anxious to meet people and tell them about God. But instead, he must spend 40 days and nights in the wild, being tempted to go against God and worship Satan. Why was he put through this test? Was this God's way of building him up for all he would have to endure in his short time on earth? Notice, God did not leave him alone with Satan. Jesus had the angels and the wild beasts with him. Now Mark does not go into a description of what happened to Jesus during his time in the wilderness. And Mark doesn't tell us how the angels and wild beasts took care of him. And let's face it, angels and wild beasts are definitely entirely opposite of each other. We imagine angels as gentle caregivers who served Jesus and took care of his needs in the wilderness. Wild beasts, on the other hand, can be terrifying. They're unpredictable and can turn on a person and destroy them. They don't seem like they would be very comforting to be around in the wilderness. Yet God made sure that there were both wild beasts and angels with Jesus. Neither kept Jesus from being tempted. Jesus had to face Satan and live through all his trials. Jesus had to have the strength to face his adversary. I believe that is when the angels and the wild beasts helped Jesus. They were there not to keep Jesus from the temptations of Satan, but they were there to give him strength to live through all the temptations. In our baptism, we were also given the Holy Spirit. Although the Spirit does not push us into the wilderness, we have all had times when we were like Jesus, out in the wilderness, being tempted by Satan. Who were the wild beasts and angels attending to us? Just like Jesus, God did not give us these beasts and angels so that we would never be tempted. God gave us these beasts and angels to give us strength to get through whatever is keeping us in the wilderness. Wilderness times come in many forms. It could be an illness, yours or someone close to you. It could be the death of a loved one. It could be divorce, strained relationships, or unresolved issues. 
It could happen among family members or with friends or even in the church. Although I don't believe the Spirit pushes us into the wilderness, these incidents happen without warning. And I think it does sometimes feel like we are being pushed by something or someone. That is when we can be grateful the wild beasts and angels are with us. The wild beasts are there to stomp and show their anger at what is happening. They refuse to give in to Satan. They urge us to fight for peace in our lives. The angels are the gentle ones who encourage us to keep going. Neither of them can keep us out of the wilderness, but they can show us how to get through whatever is happening to us. God sent the wild beasts and angels to be with Jesus, and God sends the wild beasts and angels to be with us. They come to us as doctors, nurses, caregivers, counselors, attorneys, family members, friends, pastors, and church members. They come to give us strength to get through whatever is happening to us. God knows what we need and sends who we need into our lives just when we need them most. In the midst of what is happening to us, we may not recognize these people as angels or wild beasts. It may take time to reflect on what we have been through before we realize how God was there with us in the form of those who cared for us. Sometimes the wilderness is too overwhelming for us to be able to see the help we are receiving. I'm sure Jesus had his moments with Satan when it would have been easier to give in to him than continue to fight off the temptations. It is in those weak moments that we need the angels and wild beasts by our side. In your darkest moments, don't ever feel alone. Look around you. Find the angels to comfort you and find the wild beasts to fight with you. God's Spirit never leaves you and you, just like Jesus, are one of God's beloved. Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Relying on the promises of God, we pray boldly for the church, the world, and all in need. In Jesus, your realm has come near to us in every place and time. Give your church throughout the world a spirit of humility and repentance. Teach us to trust always in the good news of your salvation. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You have made a covenant of mercy with every living creature. Protect all the earth's creatures from destruction. Empower the work of biologists, conservationists, and science educators. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. All your paths are steadfast. Direct the words and actions of leaders in our community and throughout the world that they seek justice for all. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Even in the wilderness you are with us. Walk alongside migrants and refugees crossing dangerous lands. Give healing and strength to all who suffer. We pray especially for those affected by COVID, those listed in our bulletin, and those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Zach, Maggie, Meyer, Keith. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. In the covenant of baptism, you claim us as beloved children. Nurture us in our baptismal identity and teach us to live within it for the sake of those in need. Strengthen this congregation's ministries and guide us in our care for others. Hear us, O God. 
your mercy is great. In baptism you join us to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We praise you for all those who have died trusting in your faithfulness. Bring us with them to the fullness of your reign. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We entrust ourselves and all our prayers to you, O faithful God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.